You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Sixers fans, welcome to a new episode of Sixers in Six. Giving you a quick recap of what happened when Philly hosted Detroit second time in a row. The Sixers were playing a lowly Piston squad, and it went pretty much the same way the first one did, except for this game, Joel Embiid and P.J. Tucker were back into the lineup. Before I jump into things, don't forget, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we are there. And, of course, check us out online as well at libertyballers.com. So for this one, some welcome injury news. Joel Embiid, P.J. Tucker back in the lineup. Uh, the Sixers were able to win a couple of their games without Joel in the lineup. They played the Pistons on Sunday, ended up leaving Detroit with a 123-111 win. This one, a lot uglier than that from a Pistons standpoint. The Sixers pretty much all beat them pillar to post. They were up by 22 at the break, uh, ended up scoring 42, which is a season high for the team in terms of points in a quarter, uh, walked away with an easy 147-116 win. So that puts the Sixers at 24-15. and They've now won 13 of their last 16 games. Things starting to turn around. Hopefully Embiid is going to be able to stay in the lineup. But again, you look at where this team was a month ago with Maxi on the shelf, with Harden on the shelf. They were sitting at 12-12 and and everybody's like, "Uh uh-oh, you know, what's going to happen over the next little stretch here? Because the schedule has been pretty damn favorable, right? If you look at it, for what it has been, and they're going to get some more winnable games coming up here. They got OKC, Utah taking on a struggling Lakers squad, although that is a back-to-back uh, on Sunday, although LeBron has been playing out of his mind as of late, and uh, the Lakers starting to to at least creep up uh, the Western Conference standings. But again, winnable games there, and then they got, they got one against the Clippers on Tuesday, and they round out their West Coast trip with Portland and Sacramento. But getting back to this one in particular, uh, everything was really good from the start. Tobias Harris scored the first seven points of the game, uh, started off hot. He's can still staying at as his efficient level, and I've said this a thousand times if you listen to the podcast. Uh, definitely not worth $39 million, but if you're paying him 20 you would love what you're getting from Toby. Uh, looking around, Embiid, first game back, he had 36-11, and 11, including 11-11 from the free throw line, and James Harden. Was great, super efficient shooting the ball in this one. Six of seven from the field, had 16 points, 15 assists, 12 rebounds. Uh, second straight triple-double, of course. Again, no disrespect to Detroit, but maybe getting a triple-double against a team like the Pistons, um, not too difficult to do. But again, we've seen the Sixers start to turn things around. Uh, and you want to see them beat teams like this the way they should beat them, right? Detroit's at 11-32, and 32, obviously rebuilding. Uh, no Cade Cunningham for the rest of the year. So that's not, not a very good team. And you want to see the Sixers being able to take advantage of lesser opponents, which they have been able to do. Uh, They obviously had that loss to Washington a couple of weeks back on the 27th. That was kind of disappointing. That ended up breaking the eight-game winning streak. But we've seen them lose to Houston this year, right? We saw them lose to Charlotte uh, earlier on, although they were missing Embiid, Harden, and Maxie for that one so you can get a pass. But we've seen them lose uh, to the Spurs really early in the season. So to teams that you wanted to see them beat, obviously been able to do that 
throughout most of this stretch here. Uh, but getting lots of good comp- contribution from guys from the bench. Shake Milton, ever since Maxie got hurt and came back in, he has been very, very good for this squad, right? And that was a worry is who's going to be able to create Who's going to be another point guard coming off the bench when you don't have Maxi or you don't have Harden on the floor? And he's been pretty damn good in that role. He had 11.7 assists in this one, again, albeit in a blowout. And looking around, Montrez Harrell, right, coming off that 20-point performance last time against Detroit. He had eight points, shot three of three from the field in this one. And a guy who I think has gotten a ton of flack from not only Sixers fans this season, but around the NBA uh, for not being able to do much on the offensive end, we see Matisse Thybul slowly start to work himself back into the rotation where at the beginning of the year when they had Melton and they had House, you were looking at this like, I don't know how much times Matisse is going to get on the floor, even though he's a great all-NBA first-team type defender. But seeing him back out there getting some minutes, knowing that the coaching staff is starting to give him some more trust, especially on the offensive end, again, nobody's expecting Matisse to score 15 a game or 10 a game, but just hit some damn open shots and he's been able to do that. So that's why he's been able to stay on the floor. So again, liking where the Sixers are at overall, they've been playing a lot better as of late. Again, nobody cares what this team is going to be doing in early January, but come time for March, April, they better be up and they better be with it. And they better be at least making the conference finals. Otherwise this season, I mean, championship is the goal, but to get to a conference finals and lose a tough series to a Boston, a Milwaukee, a Brooklyn, you're going to feel like, hey, at least they're making strides. But anything short of that, um, they can win 65 games and, and you're still going to be disappointed with it. Going to take a short break here. We'll be back afterwards. Going to give you a little bit of update on the standings, looking around the league a little bit as well. We'll do that coming up in about a minute. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, we're back. Uh, as I was saying there before the break, looking at where the Sixers are in the Eastern Conference standings now at 25 and 15, sitting in fifth. I mean, we all thought that these were going to be the top teams in, in the conference with Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland. After the Donovan Mitchell trade, we thought that was going to be a, a really good team, and the Cavs are, are showing that so far. Obviously, Brooklyn has been on a tear of late, going to be impacted by the Kevin Durant injury. Good news for NBA fans. Not going to be out for the season. It wasn't like an ACL tear or, or a severe MCL injury. Uh, should be able to get back on the court in a few weeks or maybe a, a month around there. That's what they're thinking, four to six weeks. So, um, again, good good for the NBA, uh, considering that KD was playing at an MVP level. And you want these teams to be playing at their best. And, and looking at where the Sixers are relative to that, three and a half games behind the Celtics for the top spot, two behind Brooklyn for at least the... Um, 
second seed in the conference, and you got Milwaukee just a game up after the Bucks started off really hot. So again, the Sixers starting to get a little bit of separation from themselves and the play-in line, which is at number seven. They got a three-and-a-half game lead on the Knicks. So liking where they're sitting right now at this point of the season. So if they win their next two games, they'll be on a 54-win pace, a little bit better than last season, not as good as a couple of years ago. But I uh, want to see if this team can at least climb up to get a top two seed in order to have home court through at least the first two rounds of the playoffs. Because I think it is going to be important. I think with, with the top of that conference, with Boston, Milwaukee, uh, the Cavs, the Nets, and then likely if, if Miami can start to turn things around, although no indication the Heat are, are going to be nearly as good as they were last season, uh, that's another team that could climb up. So going to come down to those five squads as of right now. If you finish as a two seed, you likely get Brooklyn, Milwaukee, uh, potentially Cleveland in round three. I still think Boston's going to end up with the best record in the conference, but I'd like to see the Sixers at least try and get up to two to maybe make their path towards uh, the NBA title a little bit easier. But uh, looking at some other big picture things with the Sixers, sitting in pretty good shape overall. You're looking at this team offensively, starting to climb the ladder a little bit in terms of numbers, starting to be a little bit more consistent with putting up points. As I said, James Harden, has been fantastic. He has been great over the last couple of games, especially since he returned from injury. Struggled that first one, as I mentioned, the disappointing loss against Houston, but starting to find his way overall. You look at the Sixers teams, they were in the 20s a couple of weeks ago in terms of scoring. They're now up to number 16 at 112.8 points per game. Uh, you look at this team in terms of the offensive rating. Another thing with the Sixers, starting to move up there as well. But defensively, that is going to be the bread and butter of this squad. Right, and we we heard about this in the off season. We heard about it early in the year, where guys like PJ Tucker, guys like Joel Embiid, who are really two of the leaders on the team, with Joel obviously being the guy. You're looking at, at them saying, "Hey, we want to be the best defensive team in the league." Damn near there already, right now, 109.9 for their defensive rating. Uh, still in the top two in terms of giving up uh, three point percentage to the opponents. So they're doing that well, and we know how important outside shooting is is in, in today's NBA. But again, I think that's where the Sixers are, are going to have to continue to, even though they're playing at a, at a great level, playing at a very high level when it comes to uh, defensively, you want to see them continue to use that as a bread and butter, figure a few things out in terms of tendencies, rotations, whatever they got it is to kind of iron out the final kinks going into the playoffs, because that's going to be a separating factor for them. They're third in, in points per game in terms of how much the opposing team is scoring at 109.2. So again, doing everything right in that sense, uh, would like to see them continue to iron out those kinks because offensively, we know where we're going to get from the squad pretty much on any given night, right? Joel can score 40 points a game. Uh, we know Harden not going to be a, a 30 point a game guy anymore but capable of scoring 20 and you got maxi around that 20 to 25 range but if they can keep doing what they're doing on the defensive end protect the rim well don't give up too many open looks on the outside uh sky's going to be a limit for this team as we get into the playoffs that'll do it for this episode of sixers and six always appreciate a five-star review if you're inclined to give us one also don't forget to subscribe to liberty ballers podcast network you can catch us on spotify apple Podcasts, you name it we are there uh the gastro crew will be back on thursday with the post game then wednesday we're gonna have paul and seamus with the thirsty dogs drink faster podcast giving you a bit of an nfl preview uh eagles did obviously clinch the number one seed in the nfc and then uh we're back on friday with the talking about podcast so lots going on here. I'll be at the games out in L.A. when the Sixers take on the Lakers and Clippers. So we'll have some written work for you there as well. Don't forget to check all that out at LibertyBallers.com.
Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.